0: Welcome to podcast episode 210. I'm Stuart McCullough, I'm the CEO of VHA. Joining me today is the manager of workplace relations services, Tim Nagel. Welcome, Tim.
1: Thanks, Stuart. It's great to be here this time of year.
0: It's great to be anywhere uh, at this time of year. Tim, I can't help but notice we're Dressed a little bit differently, I thought we had agreed to to go formal this year.
1: Well, this is formal.
0: It's got a collar. The dog has a collar. It doesn't mean it's ready to introduce the podcast.
1: What I can do is do the top button-up, if that helps. I'm not sure, but it does. <laughs> well, uh, you know, as you know, I did get the best dressed at our Christmas parties recently.
0: Tim, I feel we've discussed this before. That's not a real award. Uh, and I can't believe I need to say it, but I think I'm going to need to get changed. Tim, you know the drill. Uh, We're going to show a clue, and based on that clue, that will suggest the topic for today's discussion. Tim, based on that footage, what would you say the subject for today's discussion is?
1: Well, it's uh, it's pretty dramatic. So, I mean, it looks like the end of the world. So I'm gonna go with alien invasion or zombie apocalypse.
0: Sorry, Tim, you couldn't be more wrong. Uh, it is the end of something, but hopefully it's not the end of the world.
1: Uh, although it certainly felt like that a few times over the past year or two years. <laughs>
0: Those for the last two years, yes, indeed. Uh, That clue is intended to represent, well, the end of the year. And that's what we'll be talking through today. We'll be covering the highs and the lows of 2021, as well as looking ahead to 2022.
1: Let's start with the highs and congratulate the winners of this year's podcast quiz.
0: So for those members who are unfamiliar with the podcast quiz, each year members battle it out for the illustrious title of podcast quiz champion.
1: So aside from glory and admiration, winners will also receive this
0: trophy. This year, three more names will be added to the Hall of Champions that we've constructed alongside the stationery cupboard just past the second photocopier.
1: So without any further ado, the winner of the Metro Division was Alex Zaswowski of Monash Health.
0: Congratulations, Alex. Tim, who took out the title uh, from our Rural and Regional division?
1: So the podcast winner of Rural and Regional was Kelly Christensen of Seymour Health.
0: Well done, Kelly. And if I'm not mistaken, I think Kelly has reigned supreme through the podcast quiz before. What about Community Health? Which member uh, came out on top for this year's podcast quiz?
1: So the winner of the podcast quiz for the Community Health Division was Sonia Mahoney of EACH.
0: Congratulations, Sonia. Um, One of the questions for this year's quiz arose actually not from a podcast, but from the Nurses and New Lives Enterprise Agreement Forum, which is on our video links page. The question was as follows. What happened in our recent Nurses and Midwives Agreement implementation forum when Paul Gilbert attempted to speak while on mute? A, he never realises and keeps talking on mute for the rest of the forum. B, he quickly unmutes himself when told by his co-presenters, C, a catchy song saying, you're on mute, begins to play, and D, his co-presenters pretend they can hear him as an elaborate prank.
1: So for those who were stumped, uh, by that particular question, here's the answer.
0: Paul, whether he's good to go. Ah, Paul, I'm delighted to say that you are the first person. I did it. I did it. You know, and I've just lost. Um, I've just lost twenty cents because I had money on team.
2: Yeah, well, I should have but Look at that go. Everyone's just, even though they had the cut and paste ready to run.
1: Paul and I are are splitting that 20 cents just so you know
0: (laughs) and for those who are interested the song you're on mute is now available on Spotify Apple Music and through all streaming services (laughs) Tim if you were to sum up 2021 in one word what word would that be? Uh, Richmond wrong, try again. Uh, Enterprise Bargain That's two words, but let's go with bargaining.
1: Bargaining was the predominant activity for VHI in 2021.
0: So let's show a table on screen that will be familiar to some members that we often use in meetings to show the differences between agreements and uh, the progress here at the end of the year. Tim, will you take us through the table?
1: Yeah, so as you can see, uh, there's four columns, the first one being the specific agreement we're talking about, and that's the public sector agreements. The second one is the number of meetings that occurred to progress that agreement. The third one is the number of claims made by the unions for that agreement. And the final one is where that, where that, the status of that that enterprise bargaining process. So the first thing members will notice is the significant variances in the number of meetings required to reach a head of agreement for different groups.
0: So nurses and midwives required 23 meetings and concluded before the nominal expiry date whereas medical scientists uh, required 89 meetings.
1: It should be noted that the number of meetings is not necessarily connected to the number of claims, though.
0: One of the features of this round of bargaining has been an increase in the number of claims, although I do note that doctors were an exception to that.
1: What's also apparent is that it's possible to reach agreement prior to the nominal expiry date, as with nurses and midwives, and we anticipate the doctors as well.
0: One of the issues moving forward is to discuss the factors that support efficient bargaining and to increase the likelihood of agreements resolving on schedule.
1: So that may go to the level of detail supporting a claim. Uh, We find that where a claim is developed through the drafting of a clause or an explanation or both, that supports the progression of bargaining.
0: What we don't have yet is a consensus with unions on how best to approach bargaining. And given that there are a
1: variety of approaches, we can see that some are more effective than others at supporting a timely conclusion of bargaining.
0: And we know that when bargaining drags out, that that is a a key source of frustration for employers and employees alike. Tim, where are we at with the Nurses and Midwives Agreement?
1: Yes, as we know, the the agreement uh, has been to ballot and 98.56% of those voting voted in favour of approving the agreement. So the agreement will be lodged with the Fair Work Commission before Christmas.
0: So a hits of agreement was reached uh, back in April 2020. Uh, and just to remind people the reason for the delay.
1: So there was an arbitration on the issue of where the nurses and midwives agreement ends and mental health agreement begins. It went to the full bench in November, 2020, and a decision was handed down on the 18th of June, 2021. And Tim, why was that decision important? It's important from a technical point of view because it provides clarity where previously there was a lack of clarity over coverage and employees had been the subject of competing contentions regarding scope.
0: And just a reminder that a, uh, an enterprise agreement forum explaining the changes to the agreement has been completed for the nurses and midwives.
1: Yes, it's available uh, on our website. Uh, head to video links and type in forum in the search function and it will pop up. Uh, the podcast highlights the changes to the
0: agreement. So what's next for nurses and midwives?
1: 2022, we'll continue to work through implementation items and we'll be reintroducing Know Your Agreement training, which will cover not just the changes to the agreement, but the whole of the agreements.
0: And for mental health.
1: It took a lot more meetings to get there, but our heads of agreement has been reached.
0: Now, what about the drafting? Is the drafting resolved?
1: Oh, almost so close, you can touch it. Uh, We expect to go to ballot at the end of January and early February.
0: The Health and allied Agreement reached a heads of agreement phase in in May of this year. Where is it up to now?
1: Yeah, so again, the the drafting is at the final stages and we expect to go to ballot early next year as well, probably February.
0: And what about an agreement form?
1: Uh, we will also conduct an enterprise agreement forum in the new year. It will be recorded and available to any members who want, who can't make it on that particular day.
0: So, uh, medical scientists, we're really just seeking to get to that heads of agreement stage.
1: Do you think it's uh, that's likely to happen shortly? It, it should happen. What are things in, uh, where are things in terms of drafting for that agreement?
0: Yeah, with that one, we did most of the drafting as we went uh, through to finality. There are a small number of clauses, um, particularly with respect to uh, parental leave and psychology structures that just require tweaking and settling, but we are mostly done.
1: And when would you expect that one to go to ballot?
0: Uh, too soon to say, uh, but, but it definitely next year. I can say that much. So Allen Health Professionals, when did the current agreement expire? it expired
1: on the 30th of June, uh, 2021, uh, but the union log arrived uh, well after that.
0: So for a union log to arrive um, after the nominal expiry date is unusual. Normally we'd expect to receive it about six months from the nominal expiry date, as that's when the parties are uh, expected to commence bargaining.
1: So bargaining hasn't progressed as we'd like. Uh, we indicated in to CEOs in high-risk report that we do hold concerns as to whether the agreement will be concluded this year. Um, which, of course, would enable it to be concluded under the more favourite government wages policy that's
0: currently in place. Uh, And what about the community health and allied health professionals?
1: So we're anticipating a rollover agreement with wage increases for that group, which the Pays believe is the most pragmatic thing to do at this time. So there have been a a few
0: meetings? Yeah, there have, Uh, nearly 50 in all. Uh, But the parties started bargaining on time, and they've met twice a week ever since. And it's worth remembering that the parties are bargaining actually for two agreements rather than one.
1: And when's the uh, nominal expiry date for those?
0: It's still ahead of us. It's the 31st of December 2021. And how
1: progressed are the parties?
0: Significant progress has been made. And we've been saying for a little while that we think the conclusion of bargaining is imminent
1: under the existing wages policy?
0: We expect so. So uh, the parties, all the parties have done very well to progress bargaining in an efficient and fair way. So in addition to a bunch of agreements going to balance and the reintroduction of new agreement training, Tim, what can members expect next year in 2022?
1: In a word, more bargaining.
0: That is still two words.
1: There are some non-major agreements that are up for negotiation next year. Uh, There are also community health agreements to replace.
0: Tim, it's been a tough year for all of our members as they've continued to work through the pandemic. What's been particularly memorable about this year for you?
1: Well, uh, this is the year that we dramatically expanded our range of merchandise, which was a highlight.
0: The
2: House of VHIA. The home of exceptional merchandise is proud to present its new line of revolutionary promotional products. From the people that brought you the VHIA Keep Cup, the VHIA Water Bottle, the VHIA Tote Bag, and the VHIA Rulomatic 3000, comes a new and exciting line of versatile products. Introducing a cask wine of distinction, the VHAA Fruitilexia. With its overpowering bouquet and an aftertaste that is guaranteed to truly startle the senses, VHAA Fruitylexia perfectly captures the sensation of enterprise bargaining, including the painful aftermath. Available in two flavours, yellow and red, The VHAA Lexia is the perfect dinner party companion for when it's time to give your guests a none-too-subtle hurry-up and get them to leave. Our operators are standing by, so hurry now to place your order. The VHAA Lexia, from the House of VHAA.
0: I'm going to nominate our 200th podcast episode and our special guest, Alan Fletcher.
1: Or as I prefer to call him Dr. Carl
0: Kennedy. Hi, this is Alan Fletcher. Now you may know me as Dr. Carl Kennedy from TV's Neighbours. I just want to congratulate Stuart, Tim, and the entire VHIA team on making it to 200 podcast episodes. 200 episodes, that really is something. You must be incredibly proud. Of course, Neighbours has done about 8,500 episodes which means you're only 8,300 episodes behind. But hey, you haven't been at it for 36 years and I'm sure if you keep trying, believing in yourselves and honing your craft, there's nothing to stop you from getting to at least, gee, I don't know, 220 episodes, eventually. And although I'm an actor and not a doctor in real life, I feel I can give the following diagnosis. Tim, you couldn't be more wrong. Cheers, everyone. Not to mention the shout out that you arranged from Darth Vader. you couldn't be more wrong well with that said i
1: think there's nothing more to be said for this year other than to draw it to a close so on behalf of all the staff at bhia we thank you for your support and the amazing work you do and we wish you a merry christmas
0: merry christmas to everyone and to take us out here's our solution tribute to the year just past 2021 happy christmas everyone